Hello, hello. Welcome to my channel. My name is Emmy from Emmy Evolving. If this is your first time joining me, thank you for finding me. If this is not your first time, thank you for coming back. So I'm doing a little bit of a reading right now. Um, apologies first and foremost. I'm just really not up to doing expedites today. I'm just exhausted. So I'm going to be doing it tomorrow, 4.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on YouTube. If you would like to purchase an expedited request, simply go to the pinned link in the YouTube video. Okay. <sighs> let's, let's, okay, let's do this. Let's do all new deck. Nothing but new deck to pull from. So I asked what this reading was going to be about. And what I heard was releasing the toxicity, basically, in order to make room for the new beautiful things in life. So what I've been noticing is this kind of like this um, cycle that's been going on for quite a few people now, right? Excuse me, it's been going on for I want to say about a year for so many different people. A lot of people have come to me and like their marriage is ending, relationship is ending, friendship is ending, um, businesses, business partnerships are ending. And so many people ask me, why, why is this happening? Like we're together for so long. Like, so many people's relationships have, have been in the process of decaying and ending. And I keep saying like, it's, it has a lot to do with things that were not not really meant to be long-term, things that weren't properly aligned. So for some relationships, what happened was you got into a relationship and you felt like you were in love, which that's a beautiful thing, but then it became this thing of where you sacrificed yourself so much. You sacrificed so much of you in order for that to work long-term, those type of relationships, friendships, business partnerships, whatever the connection is, those are what's ending. The ones where people could not be their authentic self, like um, they had to continuously disregard their own feelings, their own needs, and you know they, they were tippy toes on everything because they didn't want to hurt their person's feelings, and those are the ones that are ending. So something really, really beautiful is being allowed to happen right now. I think the beautiful thing that's being allowed to happen is your freedom, your ability to, um, you know, your ability to really just be in a position within yourself and your life where you can be you. That is so important. It is so, so, so important. I, I can't emphasize it enough. It is so important for you to enter into that space, okay? Into this space of really, truly loving yourself, really, truly taking into um, significant consideration the love that you deserve, the type of love you deserve and um, allowing yourself to receive that. I think for some of us, 
we have a lot of fear of how this will play out. You know, for some of us, we have a lot of fear of loss, fear of the spaces that are created when things exit. You don't have to be afraid. You really, really don't. You don't have to be afraid. It's natural and normal to be afraid, but you don't have to be afraid. So let's see. Let's get started. I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm always nervous, though. What's new? All right. So, ooh, embrace the dark. So this is telling me that it's time for you to exit out of that fakery, that nicery, you know, where we have to pretend this, we have to pretend that, we have to be so politically correct, we have to be so this, so that you don't have to be anything but who you actually are. And with that, you don't have to try to be you, you just naturally are. If you have to try, that's not you. And what you're being asked to be right now is just you. Embrace the parts of you that you hid away because people shamed you being that. Embrace the parts of you that it's almost like, it's like I feel a lot of emotion running up. It's almost like you felt as though you had to be anything except who you actually are. This whole time, you've just been being anything except who you actually are. Because who you are, something, someone, maybe life itself, told you that you're not allowed to be that. That makes me kind of sad. That actually makes me very, very sad because I know what that feels like. Like I really, I really deeply know what that feels like. The type of rejection where I think for some, you're even mindful of the way you breathe. Like you're worried that you're going to breathe too loud and upset people. Your breath is the flow of your truth. Inhaling the light of your truth in order for that to fill your lungs so that you could speak your truth out loud. And it's like, if you couldn't even allow yourself to breathe, how could you ever hope to speak the truth you're afraid to say? You know, that's, that's just a really heartbreaking space to exist within. And maybe it's not your heart breaking. Maybe it's you breaking open. When we're so accustomed to a toxic life, toxic lifestyle, toxic people, it's a scary thing to let that go. That's your comfort zone. That's what you've known this whole time. And what if the people who aren't toxic see me and identify me as toxic? What if they reject me, at least in this space of toxicity? It hurts. I feel alone. But at least I know what it is. But here's the thing. At least you know what it is, right? If all you've known is hurt, pain, fear... There's other things for you to learn and know at this point. 
it's scary to allow yourself to be vulnerable enough to experience love from people who are actually capable of genuinely, deeply, unconditionally loving you. Yes, that's scary. It is. I've come from that space as well, where it's scary to believe that someone, you know, a stranger would actually be willing to love you when the people who know you and have known you for so long have barely tolerated you. Mm. I was just thinking to myself, I was hearing myself speak and I'm like, gosh, this sounds like a sob story. And then I hear this other aspect of me saying, maybe it sounds like a sob story because you never allow yourself to properly sob, to properly grieve the type of life you've lived. And for some of us, we've lived a very difficult life, one that feels very alone, that does not serve as evidence that you are less than or that you deserve less than. It doesn't. If you really look at it, if you've been in that space where you feel like people just tolerate you and you still try to go out of your way to love on people, that tells me a lot about you. And it's not what you think. It doesn't tell me that there is a lack of worth within you. It tells me that even though life has tried so hard to turn you bitter and cold and vengeful, that's just not within you. And that's a very beautiful, very powerful thing. A new day dawns. It's time to change what you're doing, okay? Every day is a new opportunity for you to do something new. See life in a new way. Live life in a new way. Interact with new people. New, 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 right? If you have a new day and you choose to have the same outlook, the same mindset, the same limitations of people who barely tolerate you, then you're not going to have anything new. Ooh, that's beautiful. Honora Lewis says, I choose to let go of the ones whose negative energy of judgment are hurtful to me in order to remain positive thoughts about myself today. That's something you have to choose. Okay? You have to choose to remain in a space of at the very least neutrality where you can see yourself in your life in the most neutral manner possible. The most neutral manner possible. We don't have to lie to ourselves about things being okay. If you're not okay, be honest. I'm not okay today. I'm not okay today, but you know what? Let me process what's happening today. Let me process my life. 85% at 555. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. Eight is a number of reunification. You're reunifying the parts that have fragmented within you. These parts of you that you think are not acceptable because someone somewhere once told you they weren't. They're returning back home to you. That makes you more stable, more powerful, more better positioned to lift yourself up out of that hole. 
all of those fives, there are four fives. That's a whole lot of change. That's a 10-10 worth of change. And 10-10 is a realization that a journey is about to begin. Where are you going? You can have a beautiful, wild adventure. You really could. But you have to have some idea of where you want to go, at least what direction. One of the most beautiful experiences living in our RV full-time for a couple of years um, was that we were just consistently on an adventure. We were just consistently, you know, going, traveling. And there was no real direction outside of, do you want to go more north? You want to go more south? You want to head east? You want to go west? Is there any state you want to go to? Where would you like to go? What type? We, do you want mountains? Do you want flatland? You ready for some desert? Do we want to be near a lake? And those were the only concerns of the day. But we had to make a decision. At least a general idea of the direction of this almost imperceptible end result. We didn't really know where we wanted to go. We would drive until we didn't feel like driving anymore. And when we didn't feel like driving anymore, we'd find an area where we could just cook, hang out, stargaze. That was some of my most fondest memories in my entire life involve being that free. Involve waking up very early, climbing onto the top of the RV, the roof of the RV, and just sitting there and waiting for the sun to rise. It's the most beautiful part of my life. And sometimes while I would sit there and wait for the sun to rise, I would listen to music. Sometimes I would sit in silence and just quietly rock myself. Sometimes I'd find myself crying. No, it's not necessarily that something was wrong. It's that something needed to be released, and so I did. We've allowed ourselves to believe that life is only what it is right now, and that's, that's so far from the truth. It's almost like every year, with every place that I move to, life becomes something different. And my life changes right along with my perception. As my perception changes, the person who I am and the way I am, the way it's expressed to the world, it changes. I'm a completely different person from last year, from last summer, from last fall, last winter, last month, last week. I'm a completely different person. All because I chose to be. Not chose to be different so I could hide myself, but chose to let go of the things that I used, like layers of gossamer fabric, thinking that if I layer enough, I can hide the truth of who I am, what I am, 
What am I trying to hide? I didn't know. Because I can tell you this much. There's nothing bad inside me. There's nothing bad about me. I'm a real person with a real attitude. I feel deeply. I love even deeper. I give till it hurts and then I keep giving. I'm learning boundaries and when to stop. I don't identify anything bad inside me. I used to until I realized those things I identified as part of me were actually a lie. So now is a time to let go of these beliefs, the beliefs that keep you chained to the very things that cause you to believe a lie about who you are. Do you know who you are? Thank you, Kathy. Kathy Graves says, you have changed so much over the past few years. Beautiful growth. Thank you, Kathy. I've, I've changed a lot. Not because I was forcing myself to, but because my life required it. It was required of me. And the only time the change hurt was when I chose to fight myself. So are you hurting because someone is hurting you? Or are you hurting because you're fighting yourself? It's time to let go of a lot today. Ooh. Excuse me. Make the advice. What is the sacrifice? The price that I must pay for my growth is the cost of the old me. That's the price I had to pay. It cost the old me in order to step into the new me. Thank you, Prachi. Prachi said, you grow more radiant over time. I've seen your growth, felt your pain, and see you evolve into who you are. Keep going. And that's really all we can do, right? Keep going. Over the years, I've learned when life feels like, looks like, seems like it's just hell-bent on breaking me. It's one of two things. One of two things. Either life is holding me down so that I don't move as it breaks the shackles off of me, or, or life is absolutely pounding me down so that I can break open and shine brighter. It's a very beautiful thing to be truly alive. It's a very beautiful thing to be truly alive because even the things that should cause you pain, instead they just ripen your understanding of yourself. I'm 
you know, I should be in tears right now. I should be in this place of like mourning and loss and just pain. And a realization hit me earlier today. This morning before I started my class, I was preparing my notes of what I was going to teach, which I happened to teach on the topic of psychological warfare. <laughs> okay. And it was this massive aha moment that I had. And for a second, like I sat here and I was waiting for myself to start crying really hard. I was just like, okay, it's coming. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, hurry up, tears, if you're going to come. Hurry up and come because class is starting in two minutes. And I sat there for a whole minute and I was just like, am I just not going to cry? <laughs> and I didn't. And I had to take a moment. I had to take a moment. Like, what, what, what just happened here? Like, I could feel the pain. And then I realized it wasn't the pain of breaking. It was that discomfort of release. Everything was shifting back into its proper place. Sometimes we give so much that we lose who we are in the process of giving. It doesn't make us weak or bad people. It's just indicative of our need to rebalance, recenter, release. It was time to let go. And so I did. I literally let go. And that's just that. Like, just open your hand and allow the winds of change to gently blow it out of your grasp. There's no need to throw it. There's no need to cling on to it. Just relax your hand. It doesn't have to be held flat. It doesn't have to be curled tight. That beautiful space where your hand can just be. See, when you hold your hand like this, and you just allow it to be. The things that are unnecessary, the things that don't fit right, they fall out of your hand easily. And just like this. And the things that creation wants you to have, your hand, which you think is empty, is actually simply in a state of preparing to receive. What will we receive? I don't know, but it's going to be amazing. Because at this point, I'm choosing to only accept the beautiful things. What does that mean? Only bougie things? Expensive things? No. The things that when I'm in its presence, whether it is a material thing or it's a person, whenever I'm in its presence, I feel my heart beating a little bit faster. I feel excitement returning to my life. Excitement that leads to this just calm peace. I'm done fighting my process. I'm done fighting my life. 
Whatever is meant for me will be with me. Whatever is not will gently be let go of. I won't fight you as you leave. I won't beg you to stay. And even my mourning for the loss will be kept at a minimum because truly, I was telling someone dear to me, I no longer believe in loss. I now believe loss is nothing but creation, creating space for beautiful, more properly aligned things to enter into your life. And that's where I'm going to continue to believe. In that space that's being created to allow more goodness into my life. I will continue to believe this in that space. And no, I won't allow myself anymore to dwell in areas of my life that cause me to continue to question what it is I'm worth. I don't need to know the worth. I just need to feel it. When was the last time you felt your worth? When was the last time? When was the last time you allowed yourself to feel the gravity of what you're worth? For me, my worth is not tied to money. It's just not. It's not tied to money. For me, my worth is tied to a legacy I'm creating. One, I'm in actively the in I am in active process of building. I'm actively in the process of building. <laughs> yeah. That's huge. For me, that's huge. To be able to finally enter into this space where I know I'm building a legacy, not just for my family, but for humanity. That's huge. If we're going to be completely brave, not honest, but brave, because I'm always honest, but I'm not always brave. If we're going to be completely brave right now, I feel parts of me breaking away. I don't know if it feels good or if it hurts. Or if it hurts so good. And I think the parts of me that are breaking away are the parts that served as a mental shackles. If you've ever sat in a cramped space for a long period, maybe you've sat crisscross applesauce, Maybe you've ridden on public transportation with not much space. Maybe you've been on a trip abroad and they packed people like sardines into whatever, um, whatever space you're in. If you've ever been in a space that's too small for you and the person you are for any length of time, you know what that feeling is where... You feel cramped, but then your muscles go numb. And so you think it's no big deal. You've adjusted, right? You've acclimated. See that it's not the problem. 
being in that cramped space is not the problem. You'll learn how to deal with that. You've learned how to deal with everything in your life. You'll learn how to deal with that as well. The problem is what happens after you leave that cramped space. When you're finally set free into the world and you're allowed to expand, stretch. If you've ever felt that, the pain of that, and it's becoming clear, it's really becoming clear. That pain stems from the realization of playing small for far too long of shoving yourself in spaces you never belonged. You don't belong in a small box on the shelf. You don't. You belong displayed on the window so the world inside the house and outside could admire the beauty that you are. The pain of realization is quite possibly the most painful thing that you'll experience. I'm being given this example of like, you're in this relationship, it's a long-term relationship, you've been together for so long and you know, you've just gotten comfortable. Half your life you've been together, three quarters of your life you've been together You've been everywhere together and you just comfortably assume, assume that, you know, that's just how it's always going to be. Until one day it's not. One day you realize they have grown away from you. Your path is no longer intertwined. That moment you realize what you thought was forever, forever just ended. They don't feel the same. They don't feel the same anymore. They don't look at you the same. They don't cherish you the same. Just thinking about how that would feel like, it's upsetting. It's upsetting. Like, how would that even feel? How painful would that be? I don't know. And if we're going to be brave, uh, I don't think I ever want to know. I don't think I ever want to know that. But in many ways, we all already know that. The details are different. The type of relationship is different. Maybe it's not a marriage. Maybe it's a family member. Maybe it's a friend. Maybe it's business. Who knows? We all know what that feeling is to some degree. We've all felt it at some point. And yet here you are, still existing. 
still in the process of being prepared. Prepared for what? Well, prepared for someone capable of cherishing you in the way you deserve, not just the way you choose to beg for. If you use your time, energy, and focus trying to cling to something that creates something to take away, you just might lose your opportunity to welcome home one of the greatest loves of your life. Whether it be a friendship, partnership, who knows? If you keep wasting your time and energy trying to hold on to things that no longer align with you, cost of that is too high a price to pay, in my opinion. That's just too high a price to pay. It, it takes me back to my last boyfriend before I met my husband. I had considered fighting for that relationship. I considered it. Maybe for like a week or two, I considered like, maybe I should wait. <laughs> And then I was like, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. And as soon as I decided that, within days, my husband found me. He found me. He found me while I was working. And had I allowed myself to enter into that space of trying to cling to something that I, I personally labeled like this was supposed to be long-term. I'm not done with you. So you can't break up with me. <laughs> Sounds crazy, right? That's kind of what we do, right? We think that we're not done with someone, so there's no way they can break up with us. So we're going to try and convince them. We're going to go out of our way to convince them that they're not done with us either. I'm not done with you. So you're not done with me. We're going to make it work. We're going to make it work. We're going to force it to work. If I had believed that and applied that to my life, I would have missed out on something amazing. Like something so amazing. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And I didn't even know that then. I didn't know it then. I didn't know how amazing it would be. And that in order for us to get to this space of amazing, we had to go through so many rock-filled hillsides the kind of rocks that are not so big that you have to climb them, but they're not so small that they don't twist your ankle every time you take a step. You ever walk through rocks like that? <laughs> Where every step is a contortion of your ankle? Yeah. We had to go through some things just so we could understand what we were building together just so we both knew we were choosing this together. 
The same thing applies to every aspect of your life. Whatever you pair up for, it has to be chosen together. You both have to choose that independently from each other. It can't be, oh, I'm going to convince you, and then you'll see, you'll know, you'll agree with me. Anything short of you deciding to choose me is not enough for me. Anything short of you taking one look at me and choosing me is not enough. I deserve to be recognized in a way where it's undeniable what my worth is to you. That's ballsy to say, isn't it? I was like, woo, who do you think you are? Well, if we're going to be brave, I don't know who I am, but I feel like it's profound. Whoever I am, it feels like something important. It feels like something significant. Significant in what way? I don't know. But if we're being brave today, I think that's it. I think that's the answer. Allow yourself to begin living your life in such a way where your worth is consciously decided by you. Just breathe that in. <laughs> Your worth is decided by you. Some days I feel a little less than other days. Other days I feel a little more than previous days. All days are valid. All Days are valid. You had to tell your story. First, tell it to yourself. Tell yourself your story. Remind yourself of how far you've come. Where have you traveled through in your life? I don't mean landscapes. I mean landscapes of your human consciousness, not terrestrial landscapes. Where have you been within yourself? Have you explored the wilderness that you are? Some would disagree and say the path of soul is a well-worn path. I would say that's a soul locked in karmic cycles. The path of a sovereign is non-existent. The path of a sovereign is a virgin wilderness created just to kiss your feet. What do you want to choose? To be locked into a karmic cycle where you and your steps eat away at the land itself to the degree that no growth is possible in that path, 
That's why a path exists. It's been so trampled, so beaten down by others, because the land doesn't walk on itself. Is that your path? To have been walked on so much that growth is rendered impossible. Not for me. Not for me. I want to walk through virgin wilderness that was created just to kiss my feet. That's the only place I'll exist now. But Emmy, there's so many things you don't know what's there. I'll learn. But Emmy, what if they're spiders? I believe those spiders were created to worship and celebrate me. They would not harm me, and I would not need to harm them. We could coexist, and with all their little eyes, they could see all the parts of me that I try to hide. And in that, what was once my enemy can become my most treasured friend. There's no more limits. There's nothing left to do except let go. Honor Gaia. Honor Gaia. When you honor her, you honor yourself. When you honor her, you honor yourself. And if you don't know why, the laws of reciprocal reflection, what happens to her happens around her too. The laws of reciprocal reflection See yourself in nature. Gnosis, that Gnostic teaching. The Cathars knew it. The Nazarene knew it. The Essenes. So many different peoples from so many different walks of life have known this, that we are one with all that was created, that we are fragments of the totality of creator. Thank you, Gaia. They've known this. It's time for us to know it as well. It's time for us to not just know it, but to live it, to live in such alignment that no one is able to fall. It's like when you align all the legs on the table, right? The table is no longer wobbly. That's what we need to do. We need to align ourselves with each other. We need to allow ourselves to begin really truly seeing the gravity of our existence because a table missing a leg is probably going to fall. 
So that tells me all of us, every single last one of us, regardless of what you believe and where you think you are within yourself, we're all extremely valuable. We all were created for a specific purpose. Because you exist, you are sanctioned by creation. You are authorized to be here. Stop waiting for people who don't understand the gravity of you to give you permission to exist. Sometimes it takes them years to understand. Years after you've walked away before they understand the gravity of what they lost. And no, we don't celebrate that. We don't celebrate other people's regret. We don't rejoice in the knowing that one day, one day you'll cry because you let me go. And I won't celebrate that. Nor will I mourn it. I'll accept it for what it is. The process with which you learn. And maybe what you learn in my absence is how to cherish someone who exists with the same level, depth of gravity that I do. And if you never learn that in this life, that's okay too. The thing you let go of, you'll carry it with you into the next life. Whatever you don't resolve in this life, it gets paused. It goes with you to future lifetimes so that you could hopefully work it out then. If you can't work it out then, well, it's still going to keep staying with you. You can't run away from yourself. You can't run away from yourself. You can try, but I promise you, you'll run after you. So there's no point. Instead, stay strong. Stay strong. You're already strong. People who are unsure of themselves, like truly unsure, people who are truly unstable, not just feeling like they are, but truly are, um, it's very hard for them to tolerate my readings. Why? Because I'm too honest. They feel called out. What does that mean? That means if you're here, you just feel like you're not strong. But you actually are. You're actually a lot stronger than you give yourself credit for. And that's okay. You don't have to give yourself credit for that if you're not ready to, but just know I see you exactly as you are. I see you exactly as you are. And there's no way you're going to convince me that you're less than what you actually are. None. So you're going to have to come to terms with that. That there's at least one person that you know that knows you. 
that sees you, that feels you. Mm. There is just this intoxicating energy. It is intoxicating. The source of all. You are the source of all things you experience. You are the source of all. You are the one who is authorized to make the decisions. You are authorized to this. You are authorized to that. You are the source of all of your experiences. Ooh, for some of you, you have to stand up and fight. For some of you, you have to stand up and fight for yourself. You have to finally stand up and say no. That's a form of fighting. You know the most powerful form of fighting? Quietly, peacefully walking away. That's ridiculously powerful. That's powerful. Not even waiting for a response, just leaving. See, some people will do that to you because they want to take your ability away, your ability to speak your truth, your ability to respond to the distortions. Me, I walk away because I know you're not interested in hearing. And so I'm not wasting my time, energy, or focus. You have a good life. I wish you well, truly, genuinely. I wish you well. And I'm never going to see you again. It's the truth. Well, you don't know that, Emmy. I do know that. Well, things could change. I won't. The moment you show me what I need to see to make that type of decision, you will never again change my mind. I only need to see that once. And then I'm gone. It's time. It's time. It's time for everything you've been waiting for. Everything that you have waited for, everything you have dreamed of, everything you have been shown by your soul, by your life, by the people in your life, everything. It's time for that to happen. time. I don't just say that. I feel it. It's time. It's not some declaration. It's not me trying to bring to fruition something that I hope, I wish. No. None of that. When I say it's time, I'm just sharing with you an awareness that it's time. 
There's no questioning. There's no fighting. There's no none of that. It's time. <laughs> Heed the vibes. You can feel it. So this shift in me, this shift in me, let me just flatten this part of my cowlick, okay? I want you guys to breathe very deep and very slow. Just breathe for a moment. Humor me. Close your eyes. Inhale the light of your truth. Exhale the darkness of your doubt. Inhale the light of your truth. Exhale the darkness of your doubt. Continue to breathe very deep, very slow. I'm going to share with you what I feel. And then maybe if you allow yourself to feel it, you'll understand exactly what time it is. So just breathe. How do you feel? I feel just flat out euphoric. I feel this beautiful thing happening in life. A thing that I can't stop. A thing that I don't want to stop. I feel this coming together of parts. And a deepening of my understanding. My understanding of what? Something that I can't quite put into words. Life's about to change in a very peaceful, gentle manner. Life is about to change. And it's going to be amazing. Just amazing. We are going to see the type of change that our ancestors had prayed for, begged for.
I'll tell you guys something important. I remember quite a bit about my soul and the journey that it's been on, the different lives that I've lived. I have very distinct memories of lifetimes where my name in that life is recorded in all history books. No, I wasn't Cleopatra. <laughs> the important thing that I want to tell you, all the ones who have the same gravity of soul that I have, we don't talk about that. We don't brag about it. When it becomes necessary, we'll share only the necessary parts. And then we just keep living this mundane, humble existence. The ones who think they're this and that and claim all of these things, they tend to be mistaken. They tend to have found some identity in some book that they came across and they've adopted that identity, but it's still not theirs. What am I trying to say? I'm saying if you feel like you're less than, it's probably because you're so much that your brain can't process it. It's probably because you have such an elevation in your divine purpose that you intentionally were programmed with more insecurities to keep you humble, to keep you in a place of service. It's a very beautiful thing. People once in a while will tell me, Emmy, you, you, you play small too much, you know, you just this and that and all of these really beautiful things, complimentary things. And I'm like, I'm not playing small. Emmy, you're a big deal. You, you need to show people. <laughs> I'm not playing anything. This is literally who I am. I don't ever want to lose the parts of me that keep me grounded in this life. I don't ever want to lose a part of me that causes me to question before I fully embrace this assumption that I'm so much better than everyone because I can do things other people can't. I don't care what you can and can't do. I just care that you live in peace, that you feel loved, that you're supported in times where you can't stand on your own. That's all I care about, literally. I don't care about recognition. I don't care about any of that. And that's how I know my purpose. It's, it's going to be something huge. So many things have been offered to me over the course of my life. People tripping over each other 
in their attempt to reach me first and offer me this, offer me that, I'm not impressed. I don't need offers. I create my own destiny. Understand the gravity of when you live in that way. I'm not interested in recognition or riches, but I will have both. Why? What better position to place a candle than a position where most will be able to better see? And in that, I have a very clear understanding. I'm nothing but a method to get something done. I am the method that's being used by creation to alter the timeline, to initiate the change, the shift, not just to make posts saying we're going to go in here and there and blah, 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 and reset and new world and new earth. And no, no. You're going to see me create it by stepping into what I was created to do. That doesn't involve any type of inflation of ego, any type of elevation of me and my personal worth over someone else's. It doesn't have anything to do with any of that. So no, it's not me playing small. It's me understanding. In the grand scale of things, I am but a fraction of a sand grain on this extensive beach called creation. And that's it. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I don't need to be some exotic shell. And no, I'm not playing small. How could that ever be a small thing? I mean, you're so much more than just a grain of sand. But listen, though. I lay on a tropical beach being kissed by the ocean for the rest of my existence in a place of peace, being kissed by the ocean for the rest of my existence. That is not playing small at all. That's like, damn, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah, I'll be that. I'll be that. I'm not tripping. I will be that. And to know that I'm on that beach surrounded with like minds and like hearts. I mean, what is little about that? What's little about that? If you've lived your entire life being made to feel as though you are the sand in someone's shoe, Juxtapose those two. The inconvenience in someone's shoe versus being surrounded by my people and forever kissed by the ocean without even having to ask, without having to beg for that kind of love. That's not me settling. That's me coming home. When we begin to shift our perception of life and the way we fit into this life, 
the purpose that we carry. Something so ridiculously beautiful happens. Just so ridiculously beautiful. And it creates a type of peace that really is very difficult to shake. It's a very, very difficult peace to shake. <laughs> Time to rise. It's time to rise. It's time to get up. It's time to stretch out. It's just time. So allow yourself. It's time to rise. Yes, I will. It says raise them up. Raise them up. Lift you up to your proper place so that you too can serve as a source of light for those still afraid in their darkness. And really, there's nothing to be afraid of in that darkness. Nothing. Everything that makes you so ridiculously powerful All of that was hidden away in your shadows. Why? Because it's evil? No. Because you need to reach a certain level of maturity before you can lose your fear to enter into that shadow. That's why. It's so you won't become overwhelmed with the gravity of you and what you can do. That's why. All the parts of you that life convinced you to hide away. I'm pretty sure those are the most beautiful parts. Did you guys know that for most of my life, I've never told anyone what I think, my opinions, the way I see the world? Did you know that? Did you know I'm not really a tarot or claro, uh, Claire? I'm not really a tarot or oracle card reader. Did you know that? That part of my life story is that I'm supposed to be a public speaker. And as I began to do that, people began to attack me on Facebook. And then I became afraid of the consequences of speaking my truth, a truth so profound that it shakes people at their bedrock. And so I left Facebook to avoid conflict, to try and restore peace. But I still had to speak, and because I was afraid to speak now, not because people scared me, but because I understood the gravity of what I'm to do, Michael suggested I hide behind cards. And so I did. I'm not a tarot reader. I use cards because I have ADHD. And it helps to focus my intuition. If we want to look at things in a religious sense, the more accurate term, the more accurate label for me is a prophetess. I don't like labels though. 
So I stick to my cards because they give me the ability to be brave today, to speak even more truth, to shake even more bedrock so that the unstable can be settled. so that you can feel safe in your foundation. It's not enough to lay that concrete. You have to tamp the ground first. You have to compact that soil. You have to lay down the rebar. You have to do all of that. And that's my purpose. that's it. That's it. To be the foundation from which other people will build. That's it. <laughs> See, the life we live as humans is so convoluted. What is the most important part of a house? The foundation. It's the part that's always covered, the part that's not appreciated, the part that we disregard until it becomes broken, and now your whole house is going to rip in half. Many of us exist as a foundation for something, someone, somewhere. And just because they don't understand the gravity of you doesn't negate your gravity. Life's a juggle. Yeah, if you live in a circus. Life's not a juggle. It's a beautiful dance. But if you're a dancer trying to run away to the circus, yes, you're going to be asked to juggle. You're not a lion tamer. You're not a horseback rider. You're not an acrobat. What else can you do? Put on your clown nose and your clown shoes and juggle. Are you done juggling? Because if you're done juggling, maybe it's time to let go of the job that treats you like you're a clown. Maybe it's time to exit the environments that serve as a circus for your clownery. Don't be so desperate for people to watch that you volunteer to be their entertainment. Be the profound proof of divinity that you are meant to be. See, people come here sometimes and they think that my work contradicts the existence of God. Where do you think I came from? <laughs> I was fractured from the pleroma of the divine creator, the fullness. I went from pleroma to ion. From that fullness of creation into a life form. Everything about me is not just sanctioned by creation. It was willed into being. It's just silly when people, oh, what you're doing is evil, really? You know more than God? 
because I don't. And there's this little tiny piece of God that powers this body. And that's where I'm getting my instruction from. It was hardwired into me. No, it's not Bluetooth. It can't be hacked into. It's a standalone server connected directly to divinity. It's okay, though. I don't expect everyone to understand the gravity of that. And just because people do not understand the gravity of what is going on, of who you are, does not mean you have to believe their doubt. It doesn't. It just doesn't. Give me one second, guys. Give me one second. Here and now, we are here, we are now. Here and now. Remember what happened in the past, but stop trying to return back there. Be aware of the future potentialities, but stop trying to exist in the future. The future is right now, and 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 right now. The future is just a concept of the next breath to silence the fear of no breath coming in. So long as you breathe, you are in the future, in the past, and in the now. So breathe, breathe your truth, breathe in your power, breathe in your purpose, breathe in your courage, breathe it all in. Just breathe it all in. Express gratitude. Be thankful for all the situations that have grown you the ones that have broken you open and the ones that hold you together. I look at my life and I see what I'm most thankful for. I'm most thankful for the moments that I couldn't understand when I was living in that moment. It was my lack of understanding that later led to my growth. And I'm thankful for that. I'm very, very grateful for every single detail of my life especially the parts that I didn't understand, the parts that made me feel less than, the parts that made me question, the parts that really felt so difficult that I just didn't think I could do it. 
because those are the parts that help me to learn firsthand without a shadow of a doubt remaining. I'm powerful as fuck. I am powerful in a way that humanity cannot quantify still. And now I'm okay with it. I can seek to quantify all other areas of my life except my worth. That must be allowed to unfold like the blossoming of a wildflower. That's it. A flower whose value, whose essence you do not know until she is in full bloom. And when she is, I promise you, you'll never forget my essence. No matter how long you're away, no matter how far you go, things will always remind you of me. Why? You don't forget the people who can see down to your core and still manage to hold your heart gently. You never forget those people. Ever. You never forget them. And so it's okay. It's okay. It's okay for you to walk away. It's okay for me to blossom slowly. Everything in perfect time. Everything in perfect time. Oh, our faithful friend. What's that mean? Let's look in the book for this one. Is that like <laughs> toothless? Um, oh, one faithful friend. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Anyways, faithful friend. We all need that one faithful friend who will have our backs in a crisis, sit by us when we are sad, and laugh with us until tears stain our cheeks. But it goes beyond being there for each other in the obvious ways. It also means trusting that both act with the best intentions, trusting that neither would not do the other harm even when they disagree. It is to have faith in each other and the love that's between you. It's a bond that goes beyond loyalty, but nor is it blind. Devoted as you both might be, friends who are faithful can also be honest with each other and question dishonorable behavior that is unfair unkind or harmful to be faithful is to have each other's best interests at heart but to also hold each other accountable a faithful friend will stay instead of walking away faithfulness is not something that we subscribe to only when times are good a faithful friend is also there when life gets messy and ugly they are our companion sharing in our journey just as we are sharing in theirs if we are hurting, they choose to do what they can to help us hurt less. They are patient, nurturing, and supportive. To have faith is to be constant. To have faith is to support. To have faith is to empower. To have faith is to be honest. To have faith is to trust. To have a faithful friend, you must be a faithful friend. That is so very beautiful. That is so, so very beautiful. I mean, 
who couldn't benefit from having a faithful friend? Mm. How to Train Your Dragon comes to mind. And I'm kind of, I'm like a little bit, um, I don't quite remember this story anymore. God, I used to watch that so much with my kids, How to Train Your Dragon. I don't remember the story, but I do remember at the end, it's like they kind of went down together, the boy and his dragon. They went down together. They were faithful to each other. They came out of it together at the end. There was a part two and I think a part three, I don't remember. It's funny how struggle will show you exactly who has faith and who is faithless. The hardship in life will be the very thing that shows you exactly who you should cherish. That's why I'm the most grateful for the hardest parts of life. They show me what I need to see about the people who I choose to have faith in. Being an imperfect person, sometimes I put faith in the wrongest people. It's okay, though. Life has a way of correcting that. Life has a way of showing you to retrieve your faith and invest it in what is worthy of your investment. So let it. Let it be the way it is. Listen. <laughs> Okay. I'm nervous. What are, what do we need to listen to? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm really nervous now. Okay. I've been chill this whole time. <laughs> I'm trying to stay chill. Jesus loves me. Oh, yes, he does. Jesus loves me. Oh, yes, he does. I don't want to pull the last card. Jesus loves me. Oh, yes, he does. Okay, let's, let's explore this. Let's explore this. It says... Here's the next card. Connection is necessary. <laughs> I feel like this is a setup for some reason. Connection is necessary. So elephants are said to never forget. It's said that elephants will never forget, right? <sighs> They'll never forget, ever. So that's the elephant's nose. They'll never forget each other's essence third eyes, crowns, connectivity, right? This is the final card. <laughs> I don't know that I want to see what it is. Oh my God. 
Why does this feel this way? <laughs> Michael says, stop looking for more cards to pull. Just pull the last card. <laughs> I have a feeling. I don't even want to look. I don't even want to look. Okay. I thought we were going to be brave today. Let's be brave today, right? Right. So we're going to be brave today. We're going to find our courage right now. Michael says to cover up these cards because I was going to pull one more. <laughs> he says, don't be dishonest. Okay. Okay. I will look at the ding card. I will look. I will look. You guys got to hype me up. <laughs> I, I don't want to look. Oh, my God. What is this about? Okay. Okay. We'll do it. We'll look. We'll look. Okay. You guys look first, okay? <laughs> you look first, and I'm going to look at the comments, and then you tell me if I should look. Because... <laughs> I feel really worried. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna cover it so that I can't see what the card is, but I can see your comments. If I should look, say yes. If I'm, I, sh I just put it away, just say no, right? No, okay? <gasps> I'm so scared. Okay, connection is necessary. Hush, listen. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. What is it? Should I look? Should I look? Should I not look? Should I put it away? <laughs> this is a brand new deck, so I don't know what the card is. You guys, should I look? Or should I just put it away? You can't see it. Can I, you put it closer? <laughs> Free to be Lisa's put it back. Everyone says it's safe. <laughs> you guys are scaring me. Don't look, look, just look. Where can I run from your love? If I fly to the heavens, you are there. Don't look. Just look. <laughs> Curse you, Mikaela. Okay, I'm going to look. Daddy, can you come in the room and look? Okay. I'll look. I don't know this deck. This is like my, I don't know, third or fourth time using it. I don't know the deck. Can I hold your hand? 
I need support. <laughs> yes. I need support. Uh, let's look at the meaning. We're going to look at the meaning. Shall we? Shall we look at the meaning? Hmm. Just goes to show. A mofo should always listen to their intuition. Should always listen to your intuition. <laughs> your intuition won't lie to you. It will not lie to you. Okay. So, um, okay. Share yourself with the one that you love. Be their best friend and let them be yours. Okay, I'm liking this. Let your trust in each other be unshakable and your love be strengthened by knowing and accepting each other's flaws and weaknesses, still loving each other despite them. Give yourself completely trusting that you will not lose your independence or sense of self, but instead become two halves of a stronger loving whole. Ah, shit. We got a new bestie in the house. <laughs> Okay, I'll take that. I'll take that. We got a new BFFers, BFFers, BFFers. Okay? I'll take that. <sighs> okay. Let me just put that there. Let's pull a Kuan Yin, Kuan Yin card. Michael says he wasn't that bad. Shut your pie hole, Mang. This, these are brand new decks. Well, this Kuan Yin one is super old, but these are brand new. One hundred ten cards. Okay, there's one hundred ten cards in those two decks. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, we're ready. We're ready. We are ready. Hold on, Michael says there's a storyline unfolding. Hold on. <sighs> okay. All right. Okay. There's a storyline unfolding. So intention, protection, shadow. Um, so I got this like a while back, right? And this card comes out often. This card comes out often. Have you ever noticed a face in the card? 
like I, I, I have never noticed a face in the card. I'm not even joking. I'm not imagining that, right? And then I look at the deck in front of me because I had my little tantrum. Stand up and fight. Okay. <laughs> I promise you. I will fight back this time. So there's a storyline unfolding. Cycles. Alchemy. Grounding. Cycles. Shadow. You telling me to bury something? <laughs> Is that what you asked me to do? Because, I mean, to be clear. Be clear about it. Be clear about it. Cycles, three, cycles, three. Tafuri. What does this mean? Protection, intention, and cycles. Shadow, alchemist, and grounding. So that's... Rebirth. Upside down rebirth in winter. Huh. Looks like Genghis Khan. Chingis. <laughs> Chingas. <laughs> oh, good day. I don't know why. <laughs> Let me stop. That's how he used to talk. It's really throaty. <laughs> I've never seen that face before. I thought that whole thing was black. <laughs> Okay, so this is something was spoken into existence, like a golem? Is that what you're talking about? Someone's working with golems and stuff? Okay, hold on. Spell manifestation, Watchtower of the North. Who rules the North? Un momento. Who rules the... El Norte. Oh, no, 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 Norte. <laughs> North. No. <sighs> they keep bringing up stuff from Game of Thrones. I've never watched it. Hmm. Ariel. Vegetation, Uriel. Let's see. Light of God, the angel of wisdom and truth. In the midst of chaos, he sheds light on God's truth. <gasps> Daddy, are you watching? Can you give me the Nag Hammadi? 
I think it's under my um, my computer desk. So, okay, this storyline is unfolding. Oh my God. Are you talking about that kind of winter? Prosperity will overcome all of that. Gracias. I'm just saying, hold on, hold on, I gotta find it. I print out PDFs. And I put little sticky notes. <laughs> oh God. Um, damn, right where I opened it. Okay. So it says, before the consummation of the Aeon, the whole place all will be shaken by a great thunder. This is the origin of the world. Uh, Two five verse one twenty five. I think, and then it says, "Then the rulers will lament, crying out on account of their death. The angels will mourn for their men, and the demons will weep for their times, and their men will mourn and cry out on account of their death. Then the aeon will begin to blank, and they will be disturbed. Its kings will be drunk from the flaming sword, and they will make war against one another, so that the earth will be drunk from the blood which is poured out, and the seas will be troubled by that war. Then the sun will darken, and the moon will lose its light. The stars of the heaven will disregard their course, and a great thunder will come out. Of a great power that is, above all powers of chaos, the place where the firmament of woman is situated. When she has created the first work, she will take off her wise flame of insight. She will put it on a senseless, she will put on a senseless wrath. Then she will drive out the gods of chaos whom she had created together with the first father. This is about the archons, the Marapapas. The Marapapas. <laughs> the papaws need to be dished out. Okay, there's gonna be a lot of papaws going on. And then it says right here. It says, likewise, the place of his joy, however, will fall down to the earth and the earth will not be able to support them. They will fall down to the abyss and the abyss will be overthrown. The light will cover the darkness and it will wipe it out. It will become like one which had not come into being and the work which the darkness followed will be dissolved and the deficiency will be plucked out at its root and thrown down to the darkness and the light will withdraw up to its root. So what type of event would cause a winter? And would suck up its light. And I will leave it at that. That's what's unfolding. Put all the cards back together. We're done. We're done with that. We're done with that. We're done with that. Go back to Kuan Yin. She's nice and chill. Kuan Yin is just chill AF. <laughs> All right, Kiki. Show us some love, girlfriend. <laughs> Kiki, do you love me? Oh, hey, baby boo. <laughs> so sorry. Whew. All right. So 
the CME. <clears throat> Let me see when that's. When is that supposed to arrive? And for those who are like, what is that? Coronal mass ejection. Um, Teresa, when is the CME supposed to arrive? <laughs> so about now to tomorrow, let me give you information that you probably won't be able to verify online. Okay. So, um, <laughs> these are based, this information is based off many, many years of conversations with Mikaela over here. Okay. So there are multiple types of contracts that are signed before incarnation. And these contracts, they layer upon each other. They're intertwined and they layer upon each other. It's kind of like the intertwining of a direct deposit from your or, or auto withdrawal from your bank account to the contract that stipulates how much you'll pay a month for your mortgage, right? It's kind of like that. They're separate contracts, but they intertwine. So he spends a long time talking to me about soul contracts and things like that because girlfriend got to know, right? She needs to know the ways in which I can juke the system. <laughs> I just need to know. And it turns out, from some of the things that um, he shared with me, there are contracts that are solar contracts. These contracts really have to do with you incarnating, choosing to incarnate in specific solar systems. First, the galactic universal matrix, and then the solar system, specific solar system within that galactic universal matrix, right? So there's multiple of them. It's not just our galaxy. Milky Way is not the only one. So... <clears throat> You decide that. And as you enter into that contractual agreement of the experiences you will participate in, witness all of that in that solar system, you will be signing a solar contract. The solar contract has a lot to do with the things you will experience collectively within that solar system itself, right? Because that has an echo when you put all the echoes of all the universal matrices that are separate yet intertwined, you create the voice of God itself. We are nothing but um, notes within the tonal quality of one portion of an echo of an entire song of creation, right? So going back to the solar stuff, the CMEs, coronal mass ejection, I was like, what is the sun made of? because I want to know how do the scientists know that this and that and blah, 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 blah. And what I was told is that the sun is an energetic repository. What does that mean? Well, your consciousness is too great to be contained within the density of flesh. It's only a fragment transmitted by a string to the physical body. 
the rest of your consciousness, it has to be within that solar system that you are contractually bound to until the experience is done. So where does the rest of your consciousness go? Start in the sun. <laughs> that the sun is just a big ball of consciousness. Solar, father consciousness, negative, yang, that consciousness. <laughs> And, and so that's, yeah, consciousness is returning back a massive wave of it. And that must be why I feel so at peace today, that no matter what happens, life is just so beautiful. And I truly believe that. I truly feel that. There's a lot of angelic technology that will be going full active very soon um for some it has a lot to do with halo tech and things like that um not many people are going to have that go active there's a lot of phase locking that's still within their morphogenetic template a lot of distortions miasmic distortions molecular compaction um planetary seals things like that that are still in place most people still have all their chakras most people have not even access, much less, you know, they haven't acknowledged much, le much less access the morphogenetic chakras. They haven't even looked into the star seals and, you know, star seal regenesis and things like that. So <laughs> it's going to be amazing. <laughs> it's going to be amazing to see the world begin to blossom at a very accelerated rate. Is this not what we've been waiting for? It's funny because whenever, whenever there's an increase in the load, the amount of that solar consciousness that's actually reaching the earth and penetrating through the firmament. Um, I noticed something interesting that happens to me personally. For people who knew me back when, um, before I learned how to more successfully integrate and um, in order for that assimilation to be more successful, I had to modify the method with which I communicate. My vernacular had to be adjusted. And when that rise in dimensional level of frequency hits the earth, when it pings, I find myself reverting back to archaic ways of communication. You'll begin to notice that I begin to switch <laughs> the order with which I speak. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I remember one time <clears throat> I wasn't paying attention and a large wave of consciousness pinged in the morning and I forgot I forgot to modify the way I talk and I remember messaging one of my friends, good morrow. <laughs> and they were like, what? Tomorrow? I said, no, good morrow. <laughs> They're like, what? I'm sorry, good morning. Morning. 
<laughs> They're like, oh, good morning. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing to be able to feel more of you coming home to you. It's a very beautiful thing. And <clears throat> it's up to you what you're going to do with it. You can take it back in, but if you're not going to use it, if you're not going to implement it, um, it's almost the same as it having never arrived. So it's up to you. Card number 11, enter the Jade Temple. Kuan Yin in her Temple of Peaceful Jade causes all conflict to elevate to higher peaceful resolution. A resolution and healing of any situation that's concerning you is already underway. In fact, you're being asked to begin to feel the relief of that resolution now so that you can more readily receive the divine solution and blessing of peace from the beloved Kuan Yin when it arrives. There are moments on the path where conflict arises and struggles emerge. These conflicts may be within us or appear to be an external relationship or situation. This can be part of the experience of life on the physical plane that actually helps us raise our vibration to find unity and yet still honor our individuality. It's so important to never assimilate. Never assimilate. There's a spiritual light within, a light of peace that can be brought to bear on any situation or struggle, an energy of peace that can transform even the deepest conflict through blessings of the divine goddess, priestess of the Jade Temple Kuan Yin. Peace does not mean avoiding conflict or pretending that struggle does not exist. Peace is the light that flows when we are able to step above illusions of separation competition and conflict to seek out the consciousness where we are in fact all one in divine love and we are all serving the path of light in our own unique ways together the energy of such a high level of genuine consciousness is transformative it allows us to surrender judgment and to release any need to prove ourselves or our worth to another Instead, we can just live our lives and allow others to do the same with more peace in our hearts. Conflict becomes an opportunity to grow more in inner peace and loving acceptance of all paths, to learn detachment and to trust. It takes a mature soul to call in peace because it's not a way to avoid conflict. It's a way to use conflict as a spiritual tool through which to grow and become bigger than the conflict. To make allowance for each, to, um, each being to choose their own way to grow and to call forth the spiritual genius of the divine that is able to provide solutions that can bring peace to all. So being able to use conflict as a tool for your growth. Ooh, mm, like, mm. Mm -mm. The divine goddess speaks to you now and says that your resolution is assured. Have faith, be prepared to surrender your viewpoint and receive a new one that will serve you and bring you to peace at a higher level of reality. It's no longer about right or wrong. It is now about stepping up into peace and resolution, more joy and more delight. You are also capable of this, and you will enjoy the wonder of the healing process as you surrender into the Jade Temple. 
the place of peace over which Kuan Yin presides as priestess and guide. She bestows healing blessing in your life now. This oracle is confirmation that you have been struggling, that if you have been struggling, a time of respite and peace is on its way to you swiftly now. We will experience peace in this lifetime. We will experience personal peace and global peace within our lifetime. I'm declaring a truth. We will. And we will be gifted with the opportunity to use conflict created outside of our will. We'll use that conflict to be the very thing that initiates the peace. Let them plan whatever they want. At the end of the day, we have the authority to veto their plans. Us. The only control that people have is the control you allow them to believe they have. The control that you yourself believe they have over you. Control is an illusion. It requires you to continue lying to yourself. It requires you to truly believe that creation left you here forsaken, naked and alone. How could that be when there are billions of us with you? And the greatest lie is that no one understands. <clears throat> no one understands what? What you've been through? Try me. Tell me what you've been through. Tell me the worst thing you've been through. I'm pretty sure I'll understand. I've had thousands of clients just in the handful of years. Thousands. I've never met a single one I didn't understand. Not because I know everything, not because I'm very smart, but because we each exist as a projection of a secret we keep hidden inside ourselves. You carry a reflection of me inside you. There's no way I can understand. There's a way I might not want to believe. That's possible. But to not understand, I beg to differ. There's no way. There's no way. I'm not interested in lying to myself. So if you tell me something that's hard for me to believe, I will not tell you that I don't understand and there's no way. I will tell you, wow, I'm going to need a second to process this. And then I'm going to follow that with a, I believe you. We all understand what we're living through. We all understand each other to a degree that's just not very easy for the human brain to accept, to process easily. What happened to us that we want everything to be so easy? 
who did we allow to convince us that the goal of this life is to have an easy life? I don't want an easy life. I want a peaceful one. And if I have to work hard to establish and maintain my peace, it will be worth it. If I have to work hard for something that grows me, I'm worth the effort. You are worth the effort. Start acting like it. Start acting like it. Put effort in yourself. Let go of the things that are already on their way out. Just let them go. Make room for new things to enter. And it's not make room for new things to enter because eh, that's old and we don't need it anymore. No. No. Make room for new things to enter because you deserve what creation is giving you. You deserve what creator is telling you you deserve. A life of peace, a life with meaning, a life lived with a deep and ripened purpose. I feel like all of us here are ready to accept that. And that's a beautiful thing to witness. A very, very beautiful thing to witness. Thank you guys so much for sharing this space with me. I have a raffle going on. I'm trying to raise funds to hire a professional team for the start of my project. This project is a soul sanctuary. It's a campus from which we are going to do our ministry. For those who have not been with me for very long or those who were gone for a while, first off, welcome back. <laughs> um, I went ahead and I started my own nonprofit church. I'm officially a church now. Uh, and I am in the process of attempting to launch a campus. Michael says that wording is just insufficient. Excuse me. Okay, let me reword this. I am not attempting to launch a campus. I am asking you to help me launch the campus so we can get that launched as soon as possible. This campus is, I want it to be an eco-village. That is the main thing. I want it to be sustainable. I want it to be environmentally friendly. I want volunteers who are willing to stay there for six to 12 months, possibly longer, where you will learn a new craft, or you will help to teach a craft, whether it's bushcrafting, um, metalwork, welding, whatever, farming, um, raising livestock, all of that stuff. I want us to learn how to live with the land again, not just off the land, but with the land. I want us to learn, remember, how to function exists in an interdependent way where each member is a valued member contributing to the whole. There's not just going to be one campus. Eventually, this will be global. It will be global. So right now, thank you, Moonrock. 
So Moonrock, I'm going to go ahead and pin her comment. And then I'm going to copy and paste her comment on the Facebook live stream. Okay. If y'all could please visit the link, soulworksynergistics.com, in order to access and participate in the raffle. This raffle is going to be, the winner is going to be randomly selected. Uh, the platform that we're using has a capacity to randomly select. <laughs> um, every dollar that you donate into the raffle, you will receive one entry. So if you donate $5, that's five entries. If you donate $100, that's 100 entries. You guys get the point. You will win, one person will win a two-hour meditative experience with me. During this two hours, you will be listening to a very profound musical track produced by a very talented producer just for you. We will be taking into consideration your frequency, your needs, all of the energetic stuff that's going on. And those are the frequencies they will use to create your personal soundtrack. In addition to that, we'll be doing a meditation together. And while we're doing the meditation, you're going to have your meditative experience. Uh, I'm going to be working on all of your energetic systems, all of it, literally all of it, all of your luminous bodies. We're going to be correcting anything and everything on your morphogenetic template. We're going to be going through all of your molecular compaction issues all of the symptomatic presentation of all the different energetic situations that have then um, at this point manifested into physical form, having physical, physiological symptoms. We're going to work on those. Just really a very transformative experience. Uh, we'll also have an opportunity to pull out my cards. You can ask whatever questions, guidance, whatever it is. You got me for two whole hours. Okay. <laughs> so y'all please share that out donate whatever you can a dollar two dollars whatever it is it all adds up and when we have enough we can approach this project full steam ahead if you have any skills that you think would benefit either the sanctuary or soul work synergistics my ministry message Go to the website, soulworksynergistics.com, fill out the form. If you want to volunteer or share some of your skills for the construction of the sanctuary, go to um, thesoulsanctuary.love. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, it's just so many things happening. So many things are happening. And it is going to be something that is so ridiculously profound not just for the winner of the raffle, but for everyone who is wanting and willing to witness this unfold. The world is ready for change. I'm ready to be that change by simply allowing you to witness me. By simply allowing you to witness me. When the world witnesses us coming together as a village, an eco-village, as a sanctuary for the soul. There's no other outcome but change. Not because we forced people, not because we shamed or guilted you, 
but because you saw someone doing the very thing you know your soul is begging you to do. And because you saw someone else, you found your courage. And that's powerful. That's powerful. I'm not afraid to fail in front of the world. I'm not. Whatever I fail at, it's a simple correction. And I will redirect myself. I will refocus myself. And I will do that every single time until I accomplish what I've set out to do. And if you ask me, well, what are you setting out to do? Change the whole fucking world. Anything short of that is a failure to me. <laughs> Change the world. That's what I'm setting out to do. So when I say it's time, it's time. So y'all go to my website, the Soul Sanctuary. No, soulworksynergistics.com. Um, that's the hub for everything. You can find all my other websites through that website. You can find my M Evolving, my academy. You can find my membership and ministry area. Just go to soulworksynergistics.com. You can find everything there. Can y'all feel the world changing? Can you feel it shifting? Let's do something together. Let's do something together, okay? For those of you that have earbuds on, you might want to turn down the volume a little bit. I'm going to have my son's woofer speaker. It's a woofer. <laughs> I'm going to plug it in. All right. I'm going to play you guys some angelic music. Just breathe. <laughs> Just breathe. Just breathe. Turn down your volume just a little bit, just so it doesn't hurt your ears. All right. Here it goes. Hold on. I don't know if this will work. You hear that? That's loud. Okay. <laughs> Hold tight. Hmm. I don't know my freaking password. You want my password? Hold on. I have to find my password. I hope this is the password. <laughs> or maybe this one. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on, guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> ah. Oh, gosh. 
just give me access to my music. I didn't even buy it from iTunes. <sighs> okay, it's gonna send me a verification code. All right, guys. Oh my gosh. Oh, here, okay. Hold that. <laughs> All right, guys. Here it goes. So what I want to do, what I want to experience with all of you is how the world is going to feel very soon. Very soon. This is what we are going to feel like by simply exist existing. Okay? So just breathe. Inhale the light of your truth. Exhale the darkness of your doubt. Feel your peace. Feel your peace returning back home to you.
Take one more deep breath in. Very slow, exhale out. Allow yourself to come back to center. If you join me in this space that we share. How do you feel? Frequency is entering the planetary shield. For those of you already attuned to this high frequency, you'll begin to feel a pulsating in your crown and your third eye. You'll begin to feel a warmth in your sacral chakra. You'll feel your kundalini begin to activate. Starting at your tailbone, spreading through your sacrum as it rises and wraps around each vertebrae. As it reaches your neck, you'll feel this energy enter in through the base of your skull near your hairline and begin to pulsate in the center of your brain. For those who are even higher frequency, you'll begin to feel a pulsating two inches beneath your belly button. Prepare for a direct cord injection of high frequency to be distributed through your entire morphogenetic template. What was once asleep will be roused from its slumber. How do you guys feel?
<laughs> I'm telling you, the world is ready for change. Whether you're consciously choosing it or not, change is choosing you. You'll either allow it to happen or it will be allowed to happen to you. Choose it. Choose the change. I don't know how it plays out, but I know it's going to be beautiful. We are at the cusp of our own rebirth. We're right there. We're right there. So guys, please share out my website, soulworksynergistics.com. You can find all my other offerings on that website. You can find... Um, all the different projects that I have going on right now. You can book sessions with me through there, all of that. Allow yourself to exit out of the same old cycles that have kept you feeling less than. Allow yourself to step into a new place within your life, a place where you feel at home with yourself. If you can feel at home with you, you can thrive anywhere. You see, when you feel at home with yourself, that tells me you've brought heaven into your heart. When you live in your heart, you're living in your own piece of heaven. And I don't just feel it, I know it. If enough of us can reach that part, that point of existence, the amount of change. I already live there. And because I live there, I couldn't harm anyone. I don't want to. It's not that I'm incapable, it's that I don't want to. I don't want to harm anyone as much as I don't want to allow anyone to suffer. Do you know what kind of world we co-create when we return back to that way of existence? And that's what all these projects that I'm doing are about. Empowering you. Showing you a different way that you can give yourself permission to exist. Freeing yourself from all of this confining, very toxic dogma. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. 
I think our perceptions are based on our own experiences. So you ask me if I'm okay and you feel that I'm struggling. I've never been more free than I am right now. So I ask you to please make sure that you're okay, Linda. Make sure that you are okay because right now, I'd say I'm more than okay. I'm more than okay. I'm finally where I need to be. That's a beautiful thing. All right, guys, I'm going to have to get going. If y'all could please give this video a thumbs up. If you haven't already subscribed, please do subscribe. Turn on that notification bell. Join me when I'm live. If you're watching me from Facebook, please share this out. Tag your friends. Send it to their inbox. I need to get my reach back up. I need to. I'm done hiding. I'm done shrinking myself to not make waves. Baby boo, I'm an ocean. I am the ocean. Not only am I going to make waves, I'm going to invite you to surf and celebrate. Change is coming. Change is coming. Let's welcome it. Seriously. Let's welcome it. So guys, go to my website. <laughs> solarsynergistics.com. Check out all the things that I'm doing. Be part of it. Join all the newsletters. You know, be part of my Soul Sanctuary membership where we get to talk very, very intimately with each other. Um, that's a such a sacred space. Oh my God. It is such a treat whenever it's time for me to, to go into the soul sanctuary membership area and talk to you guys. I swear y'all are my diary. <laughs> I think that's why I'm so okay with so much accelerated change in my life because you guys are there. That's my own little clubhouse. Yo, <laughs> that's where I'm like, Hey, my people, <laughs> I love it. If you want to be a part of that, go over to the Soul Sanctuary. Uh, you can find that on my website, soulworksynergistics.com. Just look for the Soul Sanctuary stuff in order to join. That's an amazing, amazing space. All right, guys, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna keep you any longer. I love you guys so much. Like I can't express that enough. I love you guys so much for who you are and who you are in my life. I love you so much. You have no idea. From the deepest depths of my heart's oceans, I love you. Bye, guys.